Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and we did a five-minute clinic on how to identify your wins and why that is important. Today, <laughs> for episode number 268, Alan just choked on something. Just missed my mouth. We are going to do a small talks episode on money and why it is necessary. But before we jump into this episode, I'm going to spill all over myself again. Yes. No. So if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join the hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Yes. Folks, we are not here to just change one thing. We're here to change your life. Make a shift that will actually change your life and compound. If you want more behind the scenes and updates on episodes every week to week and to connect with other hyperconscious individuals, that is the place to do it. Also, if you are on the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, the top video you will see is myself, Alan, and Joanna De Pena at the UMass Lowell Conference Center where we are having Top Notch Live 2020. Guys, again, Everybody wants 2020 to be the best year of their lives. I see that all over social media. But the year is only as good as you make it. It will not be any different than this year was for you if you don't do something different. So come join us. We have a fire group of speakers oh, yeah. that are going to teach you everything you need to leave that room with an actionable checklist to make 2020 the best year of your life. We're actually going to have a workbook yes. where you set a goal in each arena based on each topic and then you have an actual strategy for 2020. Okay. Yes. Small talks. Money. Money why is necessary. And why it is necessary. So should we do the... Do you want to do the pre-frame? Yeah. So well, just to, to pre-frame this out, Alan and myself today were going over business and our business model and what we think we're not doing, what we think we're doing well. And as you guys know, Alan is very macro-oriented where he's always focused on the future. Mm. And I'm more micro-oriented where I'm focused on the now and what are we doing now in order to get to the future. And that brought up a lot of things for us in terms of, of money. Are we leaving money on the table now in, ter uh, in exchange for mastering something later? Is there a way to connect both of those things where we 
on the micro are making more money doing these things, but we're also mastering them long term. And then we realize that so many people probably aren't focusing on money because for a lot of people, money is negative. Right. So our main intention on this episode, just to tell you up front, is to, it says right there, breaking your negative associations with money and identifying them really. So what are some questions we should have them ask themselves when it comes to money? I think that... It's all. It's always seems to be like during in the movies, the rich person is always kind of the the negative, right? Right? Or mm. you see somebody in the Porsche, and you're like, oh, that that asshole in the Porsche, that kind of thing. I just think that it has been money has been vilified. We talked about that with Chris Harder way back. I don't remember what episode that was. Right. But if you find yourself, if you had a negative association with the gym you're probably not going to go to the gym. If you have a negative association with relationships, you're probably afraid at some you know, deep part of yourself to get into a relationship. If you're afraid of money, if you have a negative association, if you think money makes you a bad person or a worse person, you're not going to get it. Mm. And when you do... Because you're not going to chase it. You're not going to chase it, yeah. And again, chasing money isn't a bad thing. I think chasing money for the wrong reasons is a bad thing. Right. But money does not make you who you are. It makes you more of who you are. Exactly. It amplifies whatever you already are. Yeah. So one of my intentions was to... So we did 10-second blips. This coffee is so sweet. Yeah. I hammered a lot of cream and sugar. I can taste it. Good amount. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. I like it. So if you figure out what you care about most and then connect that to money you'll care more about money. So what's an example of that? So prior to this episode, Kevin and I were talking and I care a lot about mastery. So if I can figure out how making more money will give me the opportunity to master my craft even more, then suddenly I'll care about money. So for you, that might be fun, unique experiences. Maybe that's taking your spouse out or your intimate partner out or your girlfriend or boyfriend out to dinner and not having to worry about what prices are on the menu. If you take what you care about most, whatever moves you emotionally, and then associate money to that and improving that, then I think you'll care more about money and therefore you'll make more of it. Even if we were talking about the top five love or the five love languages, if your top love language is gift giving, right? If you like receiving gifts from somebody, I mean, of course you can do thoughtful. That's gift getting. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If what you value most is. Receiving gifts, we'll just say that. Okay. Because I was just framing it in the in the word. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, so no, no. You're when good. When you said good. gift giving, it would be giving someone else gifts. Therefore, you care about money because you want to give more gifts. Like, no, you're like that. I, yeah, for sure, for sure. But in my mind, the top five love languages, it's quality time. Yeah. It's not gift receiving. Oh. Is it considered gift giving? It's considered gift giving, meaning you want to go give. Oh, gift getting. Gift getting? I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Okay, but so I think I was we just, also. So if, if your number one la- love language is receiving gifts, we'll just gotcha, say it that way. Gotcha. That way it's clear. Okay, I'm but I do. No, that. no, no. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Of course, you can receive a thoughtful gift, right? Like a, a card, a poem. Right. For sure, of course. But what if you want something more expensive? What if you've been waiting for a musical instrument for a long time mm. and you don't? your partner doesn't have the money to do that? I think that money is necessary for living, it just is. Yeah. If you want to live an extraordinary life, you need money. You do. A and lot of it. If you want an extraordinary business that is going to have extraordinary impact, you have to have money that keeps you around. You can impact for a year and then run out of money and go out of business, or you can impact for a year, 
focus on profitability, make money, reinvest the money into the business, and make sure you're there for year two. You need enough money to weather the storm. Yeah. And also, we talked about this too, money is the lifeblood of the mission. Yeah. And for me, if I care about the mission, then I have to care about money. Evan Carmichael says it can't be first, but it can't be fifth. So this is another thing. If you're listening, and just like we talked about when we were talking about identifying your wins, if you're an E, if you're emotional first, if you're an obliger, if, you're, if you fall into any of those identities, any of those characteristics, if you are scarce when it comes to money, you're going to be uncertain, which means you're going to be backed in a corner. And you're not going to be able to make certain things. You're not going to be able to take chances. How, how easy is it to take a chance when you don't know if you're going to be able to pay your bills? Oh, it's way harder. It's unbelievable. it's harder to hard. think long term. For sure. Yeah. And you're already thinking micro because you, you don't necessarily have a giant macro thought process. And you're not going to value yourself highly enough. Because think about it this way. If you're backed into a corner, you might do a really hard job for you know, $20 an hour when you're really worth 50 mm, That's a good point. I, never, I don't know if I fully realized that. But if, you're, if your self-worth... You're, you're going to be willing to do things less congruent with who you really are to make money if you aren't mastering that arena. Have you, you know how people will justify, like, not an insecurity, but I know for a long time I, I would say something along the lines of, um, I'd talk about fitness and whoever I was talking to would say like, oh, I don't care about that. Like, it's, I would never want to spend that much time in the gym, or I don't care about that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Just convincing themselves. Yeah. If you do that with money, if you're the type of person that says, like, ah, I don't care about money. Right. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's not one of the things that you value, right? Everybody values things differently. Right. It could be last on the list for you. But check in with yourself and be honest. Like, do you not value money, or are you in a painful place because you don't have much of it? You don't know how to make it? You're uncertain of where you're going to get it? You think you're capped in terms of business or, you know, whatever it may be. Because it's easy to justify and say, I don't really care about money if you don't think you can make more of it. I have a perfect example. Hammer it. So, I, my mother asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And so, Emilia snowboards. And really? we're looking forward to go snowboarding. <laughs> you should come with. I will by come the way. With. And my snowboard is old as hell. And I am... I really love snowboarding, and I'm and I'm honestly, yeah, I'm, well, honestly I'm good. Pretty, I'm pretty good at it. I'm good, really good, mastery driven. So in my consciousness, I went, okay, I don't have a good snowboard, and I want to have a fun, unique experience with Emilia. I need a new snowboard. Money, right? That money doesn't matter, but the the rest of that stuff does to me. Therefore, I have to go make money. And when the more you link up what you really value with money and how that contributes to it in your consciousness, the more likely you're, you're going to master this arena. Can I consistently and sustainably produce the outcomes that I want in this arena and enjoy the process? If the answer is no, then you have not yet mastered money. And I actually said to the whole team recently, um, I said about the whole team to two of my clients, I said, the whole team, I'm going to help master money. Because that's my intention. I want us to all be the master, not the slave. I think that another thing, too, like if you're listening, you might, you might literally be like, oh, this is painful to listen to because maybe this is against a lot of your beliefs, uh, your beliefs, but beliefs. <laughs> but one of my things is I love gift giving and not just the people I know. Like I love helping people that, that need help. Right. And that's one of my biggest whys is... I want to be able to just send a message to somebody and fly them to one of our events. I want to 
be able to, I, I've said this since the beginning of the podcast, I want to pay for somebody's Christmas list. Mm-hmm. I want to go find a single mom or a single dad or a, a family in need and just say, what do you want here? That's just, that's big to me. That's always been big to me. And I can't do that without money. I, it's physically impossible for me to spend, let's say $5,000, I know it's a lot of money, but on a Christmas list for somebody, if I don't have 5000 extra dollars, right? I want to- And you don't have the belief to make it again. Right. Sustainably. Right. It's like, right. I'm going to get rid of $5,000? Right. But if you have systems in place right. where that's consistent- Right. Yeah. I think if you're doing, it's just like anything else. If you're, if you're doing it for the right reasons, go ahead, you had a breakthrough. I had a little breakthrough. Go okay. On. You and I, when we have a cheat meal, we're not worried about it. Five hundred extra calories doesn't matter. Right. Why? Because we know how to make up for it. That's how I want to feel with money. I love that. Right. That's f- so. If you're afraid of food, same deal. You feel like the slave, not the master. You have to master fitness. You have to learn the game. We just that's exactly the five thousand dollars that you want to spend on yeah. someone's Christmas list. If you knew through repeated evidence that you can make that back anytime you want, doing what you love with who you love and impacting others, you wouldn't be afraid. Right. Of giving. At and one if, point, that's going to be one speech. That was a breakthrough. At one point, that'll be one speech. Damn right. And if we're doing 25 speeches a year, right. I'll have 24 other speeches. Should be 26, because every other week. Every other week. 52, right? 52. I just think that you're not going to get more of what you're afraid of. You're not going to get more of what you're convincing yourself you don't want. Right. And I, I think, that, again, I don't, if you don't want to be a millionaire, fine. That's, I, don't, I don't have any issue with that. But if you find yourself stressing, if you find yourself feeling uncertain, if you find yourself living from a scarcity mindset versus an abundant one, is money one of the reasons? Would money solve some of your problems? It, it's not going to solve all of them, but that's why we're here to help you with the podcast. The podcast is all inner work. Money is not going to help you solve your anxiety. It's not going to help you deal with the fact that your dad wasn't there. It's not going to help you deal with an addiction to alcohol. It's not going to help you with any of the stuff that is inside of you. But if your car breaks down, being a good person doesn't pay the mechanic. Unfortunately, if it did, <laughs> it would be a great it'd be a great world. Being a good person doesn't get you presents for Christmas. It doesn't order the things on Amazon that you need. It doesn't buy groceries. Money does. And if you have a negative association with money, I just think that you're you're selling yourself short in terms of certainty, in terms of impact. In terms of comfort, if you're somebody who seeks comfort, money is the way to get comfort and right. freedom. Peace of mind yeah. as well. Peace of mind. I have a client who runs a business and who really struggles to put herself first. She is having a child, which is awesome. Yes. And now she's trying to set her, her life up in a way where we, she can consistently and sustainably take care of this child and, and not have to be working all the time in her business. So we're working on her business. She's learning how to put herself first and put money first because it's for a greater purpose. It's for now her family. And if you can attach your deepest why to money, like I have to do, like Kevin has had to do, then you're going to focus on it more. You're going to break down that negative association. And then eventually you're going to live in a more abundant place. But we're never going to master something we're running from or, like you said, convincing yourself you don't want it. I do want to master money. I want to. I will. Like... Can I consistently and sustainably produce the outcomes I want and enjoy the process? If the answer is no, you haven't mastered it, let's all 
set the intention to really get control of our financial life. And just to reiterate, it money does not change you, number one, unless you let it. I think it probably makes you more of who you are. If you are somebody who likes to showboat and rub things in other people's faces, then it probably will do that for you. But if you're a good person with a good heart and you want to help others, you want to impact others, if you're focused on charity as it is, if you focus on leaving big tips, you'll probably leave bigger tips. Right. If you're focused on helping others, you'll probably try to help more people. So I don't ever want that to be, the, like, I don't ever want more money, more problems to be a thing. Yeah, I know it's a rap song, but, you know, <laughs> sometimes more problems are better problems and a lot of problems you can solve with that money. But at the end of the day, it's not going to change you as a person. I think that as long as you set the intention to be a good human being, I always envision like, it was, I went to Dunkin' Donuts on the way down here today and I always envision myself in my dream car, like I'm, I'm always thinking that way. Mm. And the girls were so nice. There was like four young girls, and they were like, "Oh, we made your coffee awesome." And in my mind, it was like, "Cool, Throw like not twenty, yeah. yeah, right." There, there you go. Right. I love leaving big tips, and that's one of my that's one of my whys. If you could change one thing you used to think about money to the way you're trying to think about it now, what would it be? I am in control of making it. My my, it's my. I'm the biggest bottleneck. My ability to make money or my ability to be wealthy is predicated on me and almost nothing else. Fire. And that's a big thing for me. What about you? Uh, if I could change? Yeah. Any any. Mine would be, if you're, gonna ch- if you're going to make money, make sure you're doing it congruent with your highest core values. So be careful of what you become mm. in the pursuit of what you want. I love that. Yeah. I love that. This was a fire episode. It was really good, man. I enjoyed this. Guys, if you are afraid of money... Find a way to be less afraid because you're very rarely going to surround yourself with things that you're afraid of. And in my experience, money has eased a lot of the stress. And as long as you can control that and balance that and still be a good person, which I believe you can if you're listening to this podcast. You definitely can. Then I think more money will help you. Amen. That is that it. I think that's it. You man. think that's Should it? Should we do 10-second blips? Um, Real quick? Super fast. The most important part of business is staying in business. And you need money to do that. If you associate money with what you care about most deeply, you will care about money more. Jacked. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode all about the moolah. Up next, we are going to do a scratching the surface episode on balancing dream chasing with your relationship. Shout out to Alessandro for this suggestion. And I just, it's a great time to talk about this because I am officially... With Emilia, I asked her to be with me this past weekend. It was wonderful, and this is going to be a good rep, because I think this is something a lot of dream chasers struggle with. I certainly have in the past. I would agree. This is going to be a fire episode. We hope you enjoyed this, and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.